Do you want to feel strong, confident, and ready to enjoy life? I'm Jen Shaver, a triple certified fitness expert and mother living her best midlife. I want to help you achieve a healthy, active lifestyle without ever having to go to the gym. We grow together every Monday, so be sure to subscribe and tune in to your weekly fit news. This Fit News Podcast is proudly sponsored by the Empower Her Bundle. Struggling with sleep? Stuck on how to get in those protein-packed meals? In need of a quick workout for successful aging? Or does stress seem to never leave you? The Empower Her Bundle is your solution. Transform your sleep, nutrition, stress, and fitness with our free bundle, tailored for busy midlife women. Reclaim control over your well-being. Thrive beautifully with better sleep, 15 tasty protein recipes, find out how to go from chaos to calm, and a free Strong for Life workout. Don't miss out. Download your Empower Bundle for ebook series now and take the first step toward thriving in midlife. Visit strongforlifefitness.com to get started today. Hello, and welcome to the Fit News Podcast. I am your host, Jen Shaver, and joining me today is Dr. Amy Klein, a passionate and dedicated optometrist. She is also the proud owner of the Eye Care Studio in Delaware, Ohio. Fueled by a desire to revolutionize traditional care models, Dr. Klein established her practice to offer the highest level of personalized and comfortable eye care. With over 15 years of clinical experience, Dr. Klein specializes in full-scope eye care with a keen focus on dry eye management, myopia control, and the treatment of ocular diseases. The Eye Care Studio is committed to preventing ocular diseases and addresses patient needs by dedicating ample time and resources to identify the root causes of symptoms and diseases. Dr. Klein fully believes in the miraculous capabilities of the human body. Nurturing and supporting it, she contends, often enables us to maintain health and prevent the need for medications. Community involvement and service are integral to the practice, reflecting Dr. Klein's commitment to making a positive impact. As a self-proclaimed eye nerd, Dr. Klein is always eager to discuss the latest developments and promising advancements in the optometric world. In an ever-evolving medical landscape, there's always something new and exciting to explore and to share. Dr. Klein, thank you for taking the time to join us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's my honor. Yeah, I'm excited to chat with you um, about all of the, uh, you know, because we know that systems, body bodily systems are not just one in and of themselves, Right. One thing affects the another thing affects another thing. So it's really it's it's all uh, connected. Yeah, absolutely. And we see that all the time with the eyes where, you know, things that are going on in the rest of the body all of a sudden are showing up in the eyes and a lot of people don't connect them. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's what's so nice is that you under you have an understanding of the um how it all connects, right? And especially as we are starting, as we are in February now, which is Heart Health Month. Absolutely. Yeah. So one of, um, you know, I think a lot of patients that have never been to an optometrist or had an eye exam before kind of 
imagine when they're here is that we just go through which is better one or two check a prescription <laughs> maybe get them contacts if they need it and that's about it that's what most people picture when they think about going to the eye doctor right. um and that is a very important part because you know it helps you function and do everything you want to do day to day but an also very important part especially to us is that we are doing full um, health screenings of the eyes, including looking at the retina. And the cool part about the retina is the, it's the only place in your body where we can actually visualize the blood vessels. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we can see signs of high blood pressure. We can see actual blockages from high cholesterol. We can see some leakages and swelling from diabetes. So all of these things that a patient might not even know that they have, they might not realize, they may not have symptoms or they may not realize what they're experiencing are symptoms and we can kind of get them in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important, you know, to, to, to understand, you know, how these systems are all connected and that, um, you know, they all play a role in our health. Yeah, yeah absolutely. What are some things that you notice, particularly with midlife women when they're coming into your office, because there's a lot of changes going on yeah. in a midlife woman's body, right? Yeah. And those Absolutely. changes, again, as we said, all systems are working together. Well, they're either working yeah. together or working against each yeah, other. Not. Some might not be working, but what are some things that you are seeing in your midlife ladies? Yeah. So the most, the most common that we see in, in every midlife woman is, is changes um, to their near vision and how well the <laughs> can focus up close. Um, and I always say when we have to, <laughs> we're holding that book way our some days our arms aren't long enough, right? <laughs> exactly. You got a trombone it. Um, but yeah, and I always say whenever I have to have that conversation about our bifocal or something, I'm like, I'm half optometrist, half therapist, because it's, <laughs> it's a hard transition to make. Um, but that's just natural. It's something that, you know, it just changes with time. So we have a little lens inside of our eye. It has to bend to focus anything up close. Mm -hmm. um, and it gets a little less flexible, much like the rest of our body. <laughs> and so it can't bend as much as it needs to. And, and we have a little trouble focusing. So lots of easy ways to fix that with glasses, contacts and, and everything. Um, just sometimes an adjustment. So yeah. The other very common thing that we see that a lot of patients don't notice they're experiencing is dry eye syndrome. Oh. Um, and that comes from a lot of different factors, um, but a really huge one is changes in hormones. So mm -hmm. when we um, start losing our estrogen, especially, um, and things just start changing in our body, it affects the oil glands in our entire body. Some of the most important ones for our eyes are called our meibomian glands those actually help us produce good quality tears. And so if they can't produce those tears, we can't cover the surface of the eye, mm -hmm. keep it lubricated. Um, they either feel dry, sometimes they just, you just can't focus as clearly. Things might seem a little hazy. Um, our eyes may not be able to flush irritants off. So sometimes you get like a gritty, sandy type feeling. And a lot of times, just like everything else with changes in our body, it's kind of slow, kind of sneaks up on us. And so a lot of patients just kind of think, well, this, you know, I'm 45, I'm, you know, 50, this is just what, what life is. Yeah. Um, but there's actually a lot of um, really great treatments that we can do to help not only the comfort, but the vision with those changes as well. Yeah. And then, so if, if, if our listeners are, you know, are noticing these changes, what should they do? 
And should they, you know, go to the eye doctor? And then what do they say to their eye doctor? And what should they expect from their from their eye care professional as well? Yeah, so there there's some simple things that they can do at home, um, mm-hmm. which will help. I think you should always consult, uh, you know, a professional if you are right. noticing changes, just to know where it's coming from. Is it yeah. something that's, you know, an underlying condition? Is it, you know, just a little bit of dryness? So I always recommend that. But at home, um, we definitely recommend um, eyelid hygiene. So we all think about brushing our teeth all the time. So we get a biofilm that builds up there. Um, And we have actually the same thing that builds up on our eyes a little. We have natural bacteria that live there. They're good. We want them to be there, but they overpopulate. So two really simple ways to help with that is one is a lid cleanser that has either a tea tree oil in it. There's a brand called We Love Eyes that is really great mm-hmm. um, or a hypochlorous spray. And uh, it's actually hypochlorous acid, which sounds like the worst possible thing. Your <laughs> acid eyes. by our eyes, right? right? <laughs> We're like, what is this lady talking about? <laughs> yeah, but it, it's actually naturally made in our body. Um, yeah. They use it in wound healing surgeries because it has a lot of anti-inflammatory properties. Yeah. Um, and that one's really easy to use too. That's what I use every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just close your eyes, you do a little spray on each eye and, and yeah. let it air dry. Okay. Um, so those help a lot. And then um, heat masks are, are super beneficial. So we were talking about those little oil glands along the lids there. Right. Um, and the oil just gets thicker and a little harder. And so if you think about heating oil when you're cooking on a pan, yeah. it, it thins it out and it spreads all <laughs> over your pan. So we're, we're making your eyeball the pan there. So a heat mask, there's microwavable ones, or there's um, USB plug-in ones. Yeah, you take that 10 minutes and let that heat kind of sit there. It thins out the oil. Mm-hmm. And that's really nice because it helps you produce your own better quality tears. So yeah. hopefully frees you up from needing artificial tears and things like that. So, yeah. and it's, we recommend about 10 minutes. You can do like a little meditation while you're doing it. While you're doing Perfect. It. So not only are we, that's right. So now exactly. we are decreasing our stress, right? Yes. And yeah. uh, then also helping our eyes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So those are easy things that you can do at home. Um, when you go to an eye doctor, um, depending if you see an optometrist, an ophthalmologist, if they specialize in dry eyes or not, um, mm-hmm. there's different things that they may check. Um, one thing that everyone checks pretty much is how long your tears stay on the front surface of your eyes. So every time we blink, it resets our tears. Mm-hmm. And ideally, we want those tears to stay nice and consistent for a good 10 seconds. That doesn't happen for a lot of us, especially when we're on the computer for and yeah. not blinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, the first kind of screening that we do is just, okay, when you blink, are your tears staying where they should be? Are they actually hydrating your eyes or are they streaming off? You know, a lot of people, I'll tell them you have dry eye syndrome and they're like, no, there's no possible way my eyes water all the time. Um, and it's because their tears aren't staying where they should be. So they have okay. they have tears, they have quantity, but they don't have quality of tears. Okay. And then that, that's office- interesting that you, that you would say that because like you just said, you know, the person might not realize it because, oh no, my eyes are watering a lot or, or whatever, yeah. but yeah, most of them are, they, they don't believe me. They're like, yeah. no, I don't, I don't have dry eyes. I have yeah. two watery eyes. Looking for a fitness program that fits into your busy schedule. Look no further than strong for life light. 
Our brand new program offers whole workouts every month that you can do from the comfort of your own home. No need to worry about missing classes or juggling gym time with family time. Join Strong for Life Light today and get on track to a healthier you. Now back to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. And then another uh, just really important thing that we do and, and anyone that specializes in, in dry eye syndrome is going to actually image those oil glands and see what they look like. So mm-hmm. if there is inflammation, if you are a little more progressed and, you know, just kind of the severity of the disease, mm-hmm. those glands will be swollen, though you may even be losing some glands. And so that gives us a really good indication of, okay, where where are we in this timeline? How aggressive do we need to be? What What do we need to address the most? Right, right. What would be some of the dangers of not addressing dry eye? Yeah, so, um, you know, I think because of its name, you know, mm-hmm. we technically should call it ocular surface disease because yeah. it's the whole ocular surface, but <laughs> it, it gets called dry eye. Um, everybody just thinks, oh, so my eyes will be dry. I can deal with that. But in the more <laughs> progressed stages, um, not only are they so dry that um, it's a chronic pain. So, yeah. you know, people that have chronic back pain or, or knee pain, yeah. um, it really affects them mentally. Um, mm-hmm. And it becomes that way for patients with really chronic dry eyes. But it also affects the quality of their vision. When light comes in, it doesn't have a nice smooth surface to come mm-hmm. into the eye. And so everything gets blurry and hazy. Yeah. It can cause scarring. It opens you up so that you're a lot more prone to infections because you just don't have the coverage um, that you really should, the protection that you should. Right. So those are the biggest ones. We, unfortunately, with the more severe cases, really see a lot of mental health issues where mm-hmm. it just... There are some people that are honestly suicidal because it's, it impacts them so much. So luckily not a lot of people get there, but obviously we want to prevent um, as much of that as we possibly can. Right. Right. And, you know, and like you said, the good news is there are many treatments out there and particularly if you start early. Absolutely. Yeah. And just like any other health condition, you know, if we catch it before you even know you have it, then the the treatment for it is easier. And yeah. we, we can get a lot further, you know, with simple treatments and not mm-hmm. having to, to really pull out the big guns for it. Yeah. What are some other um, things that we, we should be watching out for in terms of our eyes as we age? Yeah, so um, UV exposure is is another really big one. So if you wear glasses, they they likely have UV protection on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you will get even better protection if you wear a hat when you're outside. Um, but that's going to protect you from cataract formation and mm-hmm. early formation. We if we all celebrate enough birthdays, we we get those anyways. But yeah. at least early formation, it protects you from macular degeneration. Um, UV exposure on the skin, um, is very important. Um, skin cancer on the eyelids is about 10% of skin cancer cases. Really? Yeah. So in it, the skin around our eyes, is just a lot thinner than the rest of our body. And so it is impacted by the UV a lot, a lot more than, than Mm -hmm. other skin areas. And it's 
pretty much always exposed. Um, So yeah, so wearing a good, um, you know, eye safe sunscreen around your eyes is is very beneficial and, you know, sunglasses hat when you can be outside. Mm -hmm. Um, So UV exposure, definitely. um, Any vascular condition, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, all of those impact the eye because the eye is the retina is the back lining of the eye and it is 100% dependent on the nutrients that it gets from those blood vessels. Wow. And they're the tiniest blood vessels in our body. So <laughs> if, and if, if there, you know, anything's going to be affected, it'll be those. So, yeah. um, high blood pressure means that your retina doesn't get all the nutrients that it needs. High cholesterol means that, you know, things can't flow as easily as they should. Um, diabetes, the higher blood sugar puts strain on those blood vessels where they actually cause leakage in the retina, which causes scarring and permanent vision loss. So all of those, uh, you know, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes can very significantly cause permanent vision loss. So Mm -hmm. we're very, very careful with those patients. You know, you always hear for diabetics to get an eye exam every year, but really anyone with any vascular condition at all really should be having those retinas checked um, very thoroughly. Yeah. Well, we only get one set of eyes, so that's true. We can't, you know, and it's not, and it's, right. <laughs> and it's not it. like our teeth where we could get some dentures or, you know, dental implants. So yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> Absolutely. I know whenever I have someone who's, you know, there's some patients that don't really want to admit that maybe they have something going on or they're not yeah. ready to, or, you know, and I just kind of try to give them a little perspective, like just tomorrow, as you're going through your day, think about how much harder it would be if your vision was half as good as it is right now, not even blind, you right. know, not right. even a hundred percent gone, but if it yeah. was just half as good as it is right now, think about how much harder that would make your day. And I think some of them, it, it helps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You hope yeah. so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that you advocate for, you know, and nurturing and supporting the body to maintain health as we, you know, as we just kind of touched on mm-hmm. and to prevent diseases, but in terms of eye health, what are some key preventative strategies or lifestyle choices you recommend as we age? A good, healthy, non-inflammatory diet is top of the list. So, you know, Mediterranean diet is fantastic. Um, as much as you can limit inflammation in what you're consuming, Mm -hmm. um, lots of other areas too, but as much as you can limit inflammation, um, it just, for whatever reason, if there's inflammation in the body, it pretty much always shows up in the eyes. Mm -hmm. So if you can limit that, that makes a world of difference on those blood vessels, on dry eyes, autoimmune conditions, you know, some people develop those and extra inflammation in the body just causes flare ups and, you know, makes everything worse there. So that means, you know, minimizing your sugar intake, maybe paying attention to how much gluten you intake, yeah. um, paying attention to alcohol intake, caffeine, things like that. I always say, just drink as much water as you possibly can. That <laughs> always helps all of my dry eye patients, you know, when they come in for treatment, I send them home with a water bottle and I tell them every time you see this, think of me and drink it. (laughs) But omega threes make a huge difference Mm -hmm. um, in our eyes as well. So those you'll find in fish and nuts just to balance out some of the more inflammatory omega Mm -hmm. sixes and things like that. 
Um, In Ohio, it's a little bit harder to get good fish sometimes. So, you know, there are good omega-3 supplements. You just want to make sure that it's a triglyceride form uh, Mm -hmm. that'll be absorbed a lot better and and actually do what it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Any, I tell all my, my kiddo patients and I'll make it easy. Any brightly colored fruit or vegetable is good. They have lots of antioxidants. They have the keratins, things like that, that just really help keep everything healthy inside those eyes as well. Um, so as far as nutrition goes, you know, a heart healthy diet is an eye healthy diet, basically. I love it. A heart healthy diet is an eye healthy diet. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then exercise is obviously good that, that helps our whole vascular system. It decreases stress and cortisol, you know, which also adds extra inflammation. Um, we do need a good bit of vitamin D. Mm-hmm. So again, that's something hard to come by here in Ohio. So, you know, checking your vitamin D levels right. um, yeah. is always important too. Yeah. Yeah. And what about, you know, so many people are spending a lot more time on their computers now, right? I mean, life has changed and yeah. it's particularly in the last four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot more screen time. Yeah. What advice do you have for people when it comes to their eye health and, and screen time? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously we can't get away from it, right? Right, You know, our jobs are here. It's how we communicate with people. So it's it's something that is there when you can minimize it. That's wonderful. You know, instead of just scrolling on your phone at the end of the day, yeah, put it away and do something, go outside and take a walk. Yeah. Things like that. Um, When you are on a screen, make sure you have a good distance. So ideally arm's length, if you can, Mm -hmm. Um, that's going to decrease some strain. It sounds really silly, but you want to remind yourself to blink. Um, (laughs) When we are on a screen, we blink half as much as we normally should. Wow. It it goes down very fast. And especially if you're really focused on what you're doing, then you're really crazy. You're just like staring. Yeah. And those blinks are what reset the tear film. And so if you were not resetting those tears, then it's just like a desert by the time, you know, (laughs) you're done working on your project. So uh, blue light filter lenses don't, so there's a lot of mixed information on those. Yeah. Um, The research doesn't really say, yes, it's going to prevent ocular disease or things (laughs) like that. Um, but there are some patients, especially headache and migraine sufferers who it does help quite a bit. Um, and it also will help with your sleep wake cycles. So if you are going to be on a screen two hours before you're going to bed, Mm -hmm. ideally you either want a blue light filter on your glasses or, um, Mm -hmm. like a setting on your phone or your computer. Right. So it doesn't impact your sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, is there anything else, Dr. Amy, that we may have missed? There's a million things I could talk yeah. about. But <laughs> my biggest takeaway and or sort of send away, I should say, mm-hmm. for patients is just don't forget about your eyes. You know, yeah. they're we we do take them for granted, and ideally we should not feel them. We shouldn't right. know they're, they're there. And so right. we just kind of forget about them as long as they're doing what they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. But they're essential to a lot of things. So just yeah. make sure you're taking good care of them. You know, just when you think about overall self-care and, you know, your overall health, just make sure that they're included in there. Right, right. And, you know, I mean, because there might be people who maybe they haven't worn glasses all their life or and now they're heading to the drugstore and they're just grabbing the readers off the shelf. 
that's okay, but you should still have your eyes checked Right. For a myriad of reasons. Number one, you know, like you said, the dry eye, making sure that that's under control, even if you don't feel like you have it. Yeah. Yeah. And even if you don't necessarily want to buy the glasses at the eye doctor, there are still so many other things that are checked. So, you know, consider that because like, again, you have one set of eyes and that's it. So, yeah. If, even if you still want to buy your readers at, you know, uh, the drugstore, whatever, yeah. it's still important and to I, get an eye exam. Yeah. And I tell my patients all the time, you know, if that's all that they need, mm-hmm. drugstore ones are fantastic because they're like $5 a piece. You can always have them within arm's length. Right. Um, you know, you always have them places, but you just want to make sure those eyes are healthy right? so that you continue seeing as well mm-hmm. as, as you are, you yeah. know, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Dr. Amy, if our patients want to follow you on, um, you know, social media sites or a website, how could they get some more information about you and what you're doing? Yeah, so we're on Instagram and Facebook um, under the Eye Care Studio. There's a little underscore in between each word. Usually search my name. It's Amy, A-M-E, Klein, C-L-I-N-E, and it pops up as well. Okay. Um, on there, we do have, and on our website, which is theeyecarestudio.com, we have access to an essential dry eye guide. Um, that's completely free. So if anyone does have questions or they're curious, well, maybe I have a dry eye and I don't know it. Um, it, it just has a wealth of information in there. Mm-hmm. So they can download that. Um, and then our office is in Delaware, Ohio. Um, we're always happy to take calls and answer questions and, you know, especially get patients in if they are really concerned or, mm-hmm. or just need that annual checkup. Right. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Amy. We appreciate you taking the time today to chat and share all that you have. Yep, yeah, I appreciate it so much. Thank you. All right. Thank you for listening to the Fit News Podcast, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fit News Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Shaver, and I'm on a continuing mission to help you stay strong, healthy, and happy. A special thank you to our producer, Noah Martin, and Retrospection Multimedia. Tune in to the Fit News Podcast every Monday to get your tips for living your best midlife. These episodes are live-streamed weekly in our Facebook group. Be sure to comment, like, and subscribe to Fit News Podcast for your weekly health advice. To join the Facebook group, visit strongforlifefitness.com.